0: Welcome to another episode of No Cap, and I'm here with your host, Mr. Double S himself. How are you, mate? Fantastic, Oracle. Yourself? Yeah, I'm not bad. No Cap World Cup Edition. No Cap World Cup Edition. We're up to the
1: quarterfinals there, Oracle. It's been a big week this week. That's right. Josh Jackson, captain of the Bulldogs, retired last week. At 2.41
0: games. What a great servant
1: he's been for the Bulldogs. 11 seasons. One club player.
0: Two test matches, nine origins.
1: You've done your research, clearly. But what a player he's been for the Dogs. He's been a great captain through tough years. It's pretty unfortunate now if he's going to miss the
0: good years. Do you really think he'll miss the good years? Well, he's, not, blo- well, he's not bloody playing, so yeah, he's going to miss it. He's going to miss it in the playing aspect, but he's retiring at a great club that's offered him a good role. Obviously, but I don't think he's going to be a bloody coach. No,
1: but he'll learn off the best. Whatever he wants to do, he'll do at the Bulldogs. But I'm just saying, in a plain sense, it's unfortunate he's going to miss the good years.
0: Do you reckon he retired himself by choice, or do you reckon well, the club uh, pushed pr- it in that direction?
1: I, I don't want to think like that, of the club, because he has been struggling in terms of you know his impact on games. He probably knew that his body couldn't handle it, or he couldn't give 100% anymore. So it's an honest decision from him, I think. It gives the Bulldogs... A lot of cap relief, that's for sure. A
0: hundred and fifty
1: thousand. Or well, at least five hundred for twenty three, so they can go looking for someone if they don't have enough players already.
0: We need a full back and a number six.
1: Seven.
0: Seven. Is that what Flannery is? Seven?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. We'll Why do, do we... you hate
1: Flano so much?
0: I, I don't hate him. You do, he's... you
1: clearly want him gone. You've been calling for his head for six months.
0: No, I haven't. Mate,
1: no, what that's... are you, what are you
0: talking about? That's a lie.
1: You clearly don't like
0: him. You don't think he's the answer. Why? I don't think he's doing the job that we need him to do.
1: Okay, fair enough. But then who do you think they should chase? That is maybe off contract.
0: Um, I don't think we should chase anyone yet. We've got a young player waiting to rise up. I get that you'd have two inexperienced Who's that? Two inexperienced halves. Who is that? Um, Rajan. Okay. Yep. It's not going to cost you much and it's growing your grassroots. For oh, sure. No, you're giving a, a clubman an opportunity.
1: For sure. I don't doubt Carlo Rajab is going to be a great player, but I don't see them putting him half halfback. I don't know. I just don't see them putting... He's more of a five A, more of a, 5A, more of a runner, a more of a fullback, eight kind of player, I think.
0: So you reckon he could play fullback instead Could play of,
1: fullback, but then again, they might be chasing a fullback.
0: Can't you move Burden to the seven row and move Rajab to the 6th row?
1: Yeah, you could do that. But then you're taken away from Matt Burden's game. Okay, you could fit them in the team, but well, the question is where, where, how do you fit them all in? Like, he's not a genuine seven. That's my whole thing. Yeah, they're not genuine sevens. Well, they're playmakers, well, but they're not genuine
0: sevens. We've seen clubs um, build non-genuine sevens, like Melbourne with Cooper Cronk and Melbourne with Jerome Hughes and Melbourne True. with um, whoever else has filled that role.
1: True, but then again, does Cameron though want to play like that? He's always had a Cleary has always had, um, sorry, Cleary the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what am I saying? He's had Cleary the whole time. So maybe you want someone like that. Maybe Flano is the answer. I don't fucking know, but it's interesting development there to see where they go. Oh, I think they're gonna get someone, but like they've got only ten players signed in twenty four. So you'd think they're gonna go for a shopping spree right now. No,
0: well, they'll need to because they need twenty more players.
1: Well, I mean, to rec- fill the roster. You'd say, say half going to come from New South Wales Cup. Maybe they get that year under their belt and then they move up to first grade, oh, depending cool. on how good they go. Easy. So I think you can easily fill that the spots. It's not the problem. The problem is those key positions. They seem to be the One, only missing six links. Seven, nine. No, no, no. Six and nine are solved.
0: Yeah, Matt Burden and Reid Money. So
1: you solved that. But It's the fullback and the halfback. Can't well, you go for a Crichton for the fullback role or you don't want him to play fullback for us? Oh, I don't mind that. He's a great player. No, do you, re- you reckon
0: he can play fullback?
1: I think he can. Why not? Well, Suali is available.
0: He wants to play fullback. Do you reckon the Roosters are going to give him up? I don't think so, but I'm just saying. Why chase uh, something that you can't get?
1: You don't know until you try, mate. True. You want to talk about Pangoy?
0: Uh, yes, since we're on the topic of Bulldogs, we might as well talk about the deal that Tavita Pengo Jr. is made with the Canterbury Bulldogs boss Gus Gould and coach Cameron Seraldo. And that is, if he doesn't get to 100 and under the 110 kilos by pre-season, he'll move on.
1: So he's given a permission to sack him.
0: Yeah, and I reckon due to the events that Tavita Pengo Jr. has got coming up, which I'm pretty sure he's in line to fight someone.
1: Well, he's fighting on the weekend, so he's a smart. He's a smart fella saying that to him when he's already bloody under 110 anyway Yeah. for his fight. So, <laughs> you know, he's, he knows he's got a head start. No, but in all honesty, yeah, it's, it's good, man. It shows that he's serious. It shows that, you know, he knew his performances this year weren't good enough. And he knows yeah. he's got to improve.
0: He knows he's got improvements. So well, when you're on the type of money that he's on, you need to give the 110% every game. But some people don't. Some yeah. people d- don't
1: think they have to, right? Yeah. Because they're getting paid. they just got to do their job. He seems genuine about it, you know what I mean? He's not just doing it for show. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to get the best paying guy junior you've ever gotten. You can't complain.
0: Um, do you reckon he didn't go to the World Cup due to he had this fight lined up?
1: The fight, it's more than the fight. you got to remember, Glasgow would not let him fight if he wasn't training under Sunny Bill. Because Sonny Bill's got him under strict diet, strict regime. Strict training, you know what I mean? Yeah. To make sure he's in peak condition for the fight. But the consequence of that, which is a good consequence, is that he's going to be fit for pre-season when he comes back. So you're giving him what he wants, but it's smart because you know then he's going to give you what you want, which is him at peak condition. Smart. Very smart. Um, World well, Cup, round three. A couple of blowouts. I think they were all blowouts, to be honest. All of them.
0: Even the Lebanon-Jamaica game. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting that scoreline at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they, put on, they put on a show, the the Lebanese side. Unfortunately, now they've got a versus Australia this week. Um, we'll get through all those games. But just in general, I th- maybe I thought the games might have been a bit closer. We didn't have many even games, is what I'm saying, in the pool stages. Maybe Lebanon Island was one of them games. Samoa, England, I thought was going to be one of those games. But England ended up pumping them. Yeah. A couple of 90 point victories. A couple of teams got into the 80s. But, like, then again, we said, look, we're really just waiting for this week. Yeah. And these big clashes, to be honest.
0: I'm a big fan of um, this week because there's a few teammate on teammate jabs. For sure. Um,
1: Rumour mill before we get on to the yeah, games.
0: Young Cooper Johns has been signed to Manly's top 30. That's confirmed, is it? Yes, it is. Oh, congratulations, Cooper
1: Johns. Oh yeah, talking about rumours, uh, well, this isn't a rumour, 100% that he's there for sure. Tim Sheen's in England, he's been having a bit of a fucking holiday out there, the uh, new West Tigers coach.
0: Oh, so he is confirmed the West Tigers coach.
1: Jesus Christ, this bloke.
0: I heard that he's been in and out of hospital.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? What do you mean hospital? No, seriously, what do you mean hospital?
0: I thought he he wasn't um in good health. Like, he had a lot of, like, hospital checkups going into the, the last rounds of the, of the season. It's
1: not a bloody spring chicken, but, like, I'm pretty sure he's in England.
0: Oh, cool. What's he doing there?
1: Well, oh, I mean, unless he's in hospital, you're telling me? Because, fuck now, I don't know if this is worth talking about. Um, well, apparently he's in England, and he's just going on a shopping spree. bit of a shopping spree out there.
0: They've got still money.
1: <laughs> yeah, they do. Of course they do.
0: Where from? What is Where's this money coming from? What are you talking about? I've got a good feeling that every club in the NRL is fucking over the salary cap. Well,
1: hold up. You, you don't think they got money for 24?
0: No. Where?
1: Oh, thanks. Thanks, Ian Schubert. Of course he does. Of course they've got money, bro. What are you talking about? What are the West Tigers paying their players? Luke Brooks is gone. He will be moved is that, on. Is that confirmed? No, but obviously that's going to happen. So why would we be going on a shopping spree? Anyway, let me make my fucking point, and then you can start complaining about the West Tigers. So, he's chasing Moses, that's first. Okay, first and foremost. To
0: replace Luke Brooks, right? Obviously,
1: okay, for 24, I'm pretty sure. So, um, he's had a bit of a chat. Robbie Farah, obviously, he's one of the trainers in fucking Moses' ear every day, telling him to come to the Tigers. So, he might be persuaded, I think. And also, uh, other big news, I don't know if it's for next year or the year after, John Bateman, Bateman's Bay, John Bateman, is coming back to the NRL to play with the West Tigers. That's apparently the rumour.
0: Is that a good decision from Tim
1: I, I love that. I love John Bateman. I think he's a fantastic player. He but, was a top five player when he was playing in NRL.
0: He was, and he got Canberra to the grand final.
1: And the prelim final.
0: And a prelim final.
1: So don't tell me that a good signing. That's he, a brilliant did, signing.
0: Did he leave Canberra on a good note? Who cares?
1: Does that have anything to do with the West Tigers? No. No, obviously not. Like if they get that over the line, that's one of the most formidable back rows in the competition. Papalii, oh,
0: Luke uh, and Bateman. Bateman and Bateman. And Uppy. Fucking dynamic duo. I
1: mean not dynamic, but fuck, it's a good side. It's made, they're shaping up like a good team right now.
0: Do you know who else has a good team on paper? The Dolphins.
1: That's right. Before I get onto the Dolphins for a second, I heard the Massive rumour that you're not a big fan of Tim Sheen's, to be honest, because I want to go back to that. You're not a really big fan of Tim Sheen's, are you? You think he's a bit too old? He's a bit out of out of touch?
0: Yeah, well, I reckon... Preach,
1: th- tell us.
0: I reckon the way that they're, they're doing it, he should take more of a gus roll of a backseat at West Tigers and let Benji and Robbie take the steering wheel. And he just sits in the box directing, like Gus with
1: Sorrell, though. Yeah. Mm. But do, like, do you think he's just trying to hog the spotlight? Do you think he's just trying to be relevant again? Like, what do you think he's trying to do? What I don't think he's trying to. Don't hold you the, think he's trying to help Benji and Robbie?
0: I don't think he's trying to hold the spotlight. I think he's trying to protect um, Benji and Benji or Robbie. Of course, that's what um, I think. From the spotlight of being a full time head NRL coach because if this if this year goes badly he's already done the whole coaching press conferences before so he he's take, already proven himself yeah he'll take the, the heat
1: Yeah, he knows how to do it yeah so how's that a bad thing if you think he shouldn't be a coach
0: I didn't say that he shouldn't be a coach I
1: th- well th- you don't rate him you don't think he should be there
0: I think the stress of being a full time NRL head coach w- will get to him so you're worried about his been, health yeah
1: Because you know his medical records. No. And you know that he's been in and out of hospital.
0: During the the back end of the season? Yes, he has.
1: Um, Dolphins. Big rumour as well over there happening. They're looking for a marquee sign after their Munster chase failed. They're chasing the other Parramatta half, Dylan Brown. Fuck. That's
0: going to be a hectic slide. They're throwing big money at him, apparently. I'd go if I was DB. You reckon? 100%. uh, Mama needs to get paid. Mama needs to get paid. Yeah, his mum... Is so you know his mum now. Why not? She's living at home and running the second business for him.
1: I, You know what, Oracle? I don't even want to know how you know these things,
0: mate. He's got a clothing brand. Jesus His mum's Christ. running that for Jesus him. Jesus Christ.
1: The Oracle, ladies and gentlemen. From a football sense, that's a good signing for the Dolphins. Yeah. Do you think they'll be overpaying for him? Probably Who else are they going to go for? They have to go Chanel for Chanel
0: Harris-Tavita. They'll probably get him later
1: for cheap if he ever comes back to the game. But yeah, Dylan Brown. Imagine Parramatta losing both halves.
0: They've got Jacob Arthur. (laughs) I get that. They've got both Arthur boys coming through the ranks.
1: That's the solution, is it, for Parramatta?
0: Yeah.
1: You heard it here first. Parramatta's solution to losing their grand final halves pairing. Play the Suns. I'm sure... I'm sure when St. George sacked their entire coaching staff in their football department, they'll be looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Wasn't we'll the
0: rumour there, didn't you have a second rumour about St. George? No, I've got no rumour. Um, You're not going to go with that, are you? Not right now. All right, we'll leave that I, for need, I need. I'm waiting for someone else to
1: say something. When someone mentions something on the radio, then I'll bring it up as a rumour. Anyway, we'll be right back and we'll uh, give you our tips for the quarterfinals. (laughs) Alright, we're back. It's quarterfinals time in the 2022 World Cup. First game of the quarterfinals is 6.30 in the morning here, Saturday morning. It's a massive one. It's Australia versus Lebanon. And uh, I reckon, mate, I think it's been a good run for Lebanon. And it will end on Saturday morning, unfortunately. Are you
0: sure about that? Sorry? I reckon Australia is going into this one too cocky, sorry, I reckon Australia's going into this one too cocky, <laughs> okay. I hope you're having a fucking laugh here, but yeah <laughs> yeah what, what 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 cocky about what about um playing Lebanon in the first round? I don't understand what you're trying to say here I reckon um we'll give uh, Australia a run for their money, probably for twenty minutes. Why? We could give them a good run for their money. We gave New Zealand, who are the favourites, a run. For, yeah, I know. We did. And we lost. Yeah, but like we still gave them a go. No
1: doubt. And I'm not saying they're not going to give them a go for 20, 30, 40 minutes, whatever. But it, sorry, you're saying that they're getting too cocky. What are you trying to imply here?
0: Australia might lose. Oh, fuck off.
1: You cannot say that with a straight face You're about to die of laughter <laughs> <laughs> Just, Don't even bother uh, Lebanon's had a great run And I'll be honest with you, If Lebanon versus any other team Except Australia, England, New Zealand They might have had a chance I reckon I would have backed them I reckon
0: So if we had Tonga, Tonga or Tonga, Samoa I
1: reckon we'll I would have backed Lebanon there Oh sweet But we don't We've got Australia Australia's winning this game. It'll be convincing in the end.
0: What what's a convincing scoreline to you?
1: Forty to four, forty to ten, something like that.
0: Not forty to twenty.
1: I don't think Lebanon's gonna put more than a try or two on Australia.
0: Even with Dewey and Moses out in the half steering the the team.
1: Brother, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not gonna be wrong. They're losing, man. Alright? Who, okay, honestly, who's winning?
0: Australia, but like, don't you think we've got... So by what score do you reckon it's going to be? I agree with you. Australia's got 40 points in them, but don't you at, at least think that by now we've got, we've built the courage to put at least four tries in?
1: The forwards are the difference. The quality of forwards is on another level. The backs, I reckon, can play footy. No doubt. We've seen it, right? Yeah. That's how they've scored most of their tries in Lebanon, but... You need a good forward pack that will go all game against Australia. They don't have that.
0: Can you put um Kazi in the, the forwards and then put Rajab at hookah for this game? And It's not going to make a difference. I really don't think it's going to make a difference. Fair enough.
1: I'm, I, I'm being honest here. I'm just being... I'm not trying to degrade any of what Lebanon's done. It's been fantastic what they've done so far. But let's be realistic here. Australia should put a decent score in the end on them. In the end. Okay, cool. I hope it's close for half a game, 50 minutes. 60 minutes even, locked New Zealand game. But Australia's going to be too good in the end. Sunday morning, 1.30am, England versus Papua New Guinea. This is an interesting game to me. Papua Pampen- New Guinea going to win? I don't think they're going to win. I think England are going to win. It's in England. They're going to win England. But I think that is a that is a 40-20 to 20 score line.
0: I reckon Alex Johnson's scoring three tries by himself. Possibly. Lachlan Lamb setting all three
1: up. I think that's a more likely of a 40-20 because I don't think England's defence is that great. I really what don't. What
0: happens if England lose this game?
1: Well, they're gone, aren't they?
0: Do you reckon uh, the Cornwalls have it in them?
1: It it should be a crack of a game. They're gonna be very physical, but England should win in the end, right? Sure. Uh, who's gonna win? I'm going for England. Who's winning?
0: I'm gonna go for Reece Martin's team and go Papua New Guinea. Jesus Christ. I want to defy the odds. Sunday, 6.30am, New Zealand versus Fiji. Great game.
1: And if you remember five years ago in the last World Cup, Fiji beat them in this stage. They knocked five them out.
0: In 2017? They
1: knocked New Zealand out 4-2. That was the game.
0: That's what they meant by 4-2. I thought... four <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, the scoreline was 4-2. They beat New Zealand five years ago. What a performance that was.
0: There must have been a lot of defence for 80 minutes.
1: I'm telling you, but Fiji beat them and New Zealand, to this day, still talk about it. They're still seething about that loss. Do you think Fiji can beat New Zealand again? I don't think they can. I think New Zealand's going to win and I think it's going to be a close game.
0: This is the close game. I thought this one would have been the more far apart game of the, the round. Well, I'm not
1: going to disrespect Fiji. They've got, they've got history on their side. They've beaten them before at this stage. They've got a really good team. They do, no doubt. But I think New Zealand this time are going to get their revenge. They will win. Congratulations to...
0: Oh, good luck, New Zealand.
1: Good luck to who? Who the fuck is going to win?
0: New Zealand, New Zealand. Again.
1: Our last game, Samoa versus Tonga. Best game of the round for sure.
0: And the most even game of the round,
1: definitely, most definitely. And should have
0: given um, Samoa and Tonga to Lebanon.
1: No, no, I'm I'm very keen for this matchup. I'm very, like, I really wanted these guys no. to vote. You think one of these teams' supporters are gonna go to work the next day if they win?
0: Hundred percent, not.
1: No, hundred percent, they're not gonna go to work. I'm telling you right now. Win, Tong-
0: lose, or draw, they're not going.
1: <laughs> Probably. But, yeah, what a match-up. It's funny because, like I said about Tonga the whole time, they've just been cruising along. Did they lose a game in their group stages? I don't think so. Yeah, Tonga hasn't lost a game. Neither you know?
0: has Australia, neither has New Zealand.
1: But I'm saying Tonga's just flown under the radar. So, you know, but, but they won 92-10 to 10 on against Cook Islands.
0: Yeah, wasn't it, I wasn't expecting that scoreline. Of course
1: not. But, you know, again, it further emphasizes... Again, it reminds everyone how good they are. Who
0: did they have in their group?
1: Cook Islands, Wales, and Papua New Guinea. Okay. I guess an easier group, but again, at the same time, it's, uh, it's a tricky group. Yeah. Uh, look, the thing for Tonga is they've gotten better each game. Um, Samoas had a massive 180. Like, they got pumped first game, remember, 60-6. to six. And I think the last... Two games they've won by a combined margin of about 140 points. Wow! So like they're back in form. So both teams going in, they're 100% ready to go. Yeah. So here.
0: Wh- where do you think this game would be won? In the forwards because no, they've no, got no. two gigantic forward no, packs. No, no, it's
1: who can control the game.
0: So lo- it's between it's the halves, L- Hio and Jerome Lui.
1: Because, again, how many times have we always talked about Tonga and Samoa that they're, I guess, Achilles heel or the thing that might not get them over the line in the big games is the fact that they don't have genuine halfbacks, right? Or genuine halves that can control the game. They've got running halves, they've got brilliant, explosive, dynamic halves, but not one that can control the game. Whoever controls the game here, get on top and settle their team in quicker, will win the game, I think.
0: I reckon this is where the, the Johns brothers should have come in handy for Samoa. Cause they would have been able to sit down with the the two halves, Milford, Lui, whoever it is,
1: and Chanel Harris-Cavieda, to teach, them
0: but, have to teach to them. but they don't have to teach them. But they don't have to teach them. Explain what to do at a certain. I get in the that, game. but
1: they don't have to teach them. You got Jerome Lui one won back-to-back premierships. You got Chanel Harris-Cavieda he It's been playing for the Warriors for what the last two, three years constantly. Yeah. Milford's been around for a long time. Like they've got experience there. The inexperience is on Tonga's side.
0: Why? Lola is pretty experienced.
1: But you got Katawa as well. Isaiah Katawa.
0: Oh, is that the... Uh, the Dolphins uh, recruit. Uh, oh, yep.
1: From Penrith. And they've got Talatau Moan on the bench too. So he gives them a bit of another dynamic there. It's going to be an awesome matchup, but that is where it's going to be One you're telling me. And I, I think Samoa's going to win this one.
0: So Samoa's got the upper hand.
1: I think their halves are better equipped to control the game than Tonga. Cool. In a close game.
0: So if you were a Samoan fan and you lost, you would be disappointed, right? For sure,
1: for sure, it's a big game. This is this is this is a grudge game. This is the big rival game. Like you know what I'm trying to say? It's like Roosters, Rabbitohs, Bulldogs, Eels, New South Wales, Queensland. This is that level. Samoa Tonga, true or not? True. Who's winning? You didn't tell me he's gonna bloody win.
0: Um, I'm gonna go. I usually want to go for the underdog, which is gonna be Tonga.
1: Nah, they they're, they're favourites. Tell about favourites.
0: So, I am going for the underdog, Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Alright, that's the games. done. Sorry, Rach. Sorry, Big Jazz. It's a, it'll be
1: one point in it. Put it that way. One or two points in it. Sh- that's for sure. That's the games. Now, it's that time again. Oracle fix yourself here
0: what have we learned today we learned that do the research properly because not knowing who's the underdog coming into a podcast is very vital not knowing which play is going where and who's going where and which journalist spat out which information that you heard that you're bringing up into a podcast is damaging to the conversation. We learned that be humble and be grateful for the position that your nation and your culture is in. And don't get too cocky when you're playing the stronger teams. And thinking that you could beat Australia or New Zealand. Alright, whatever there. That's
1: that's the word of the oracle. I don't know what you're trying to imply there at All the right. end.
0: Well, I, I learned nothing.
1: Pick Lebanon. Before. Just pick them. Stop it. Pick Lebanon. Do you really believe in the heart of hearts they're going to win? Yeah. So can pick Lebanon right now. I'm picking Lebanon. (laughs) Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. You pick Lebanon? Yes, 100%.
0: Mate,
1: I'll tell you something, man. If they beat Australia, it'd be the greatest victory in sports. Period. The greatest victory in sports history.
0: Bigger than Fiji beating New Zealand. (laughs) That's the biggest one you came up with. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, hell. Imagine we come to this podcast next week with Lebanon beating Australia. Unbelievable. I won't, I'll
1: do a podcast right after that. I'll do a podcast at 8 in the morning.
0: By yourself because I'll be at work. Whatever. Sweet. Uh,
1: you know, we forgot to mention Michael Checker. He did coach Argentina to victory against the All Blacks in New Zealand
0: for the first time ever. He's a, pe- a good people manager. <laughs> I'm trying to give you hope here. Try to give right. us hope here. I'm liking you, Michael Checker. Good luck this week. I hope it's a good game. That's it.
1: Thanks, Oracle. No problem. I man. hope your wish comes true. I hope Lebanon will win. It's not going to happen,
0: too. but I hope they win. I'll be wearing the jersey to work that day. I'm just letting you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. Why not? And um, yeah, enjoy this weekend. They're going to be cracker games, I think. And um, good luck to your teams. Enjoy the footy. And anything else? No. Sure. Yes. Take care everyone.
0: See you next week. See you next week. Bye bye.